Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. November isn't really synonymous with horror movies. But there's a savior. Eli Roth is here with the movie Thanksgiving. But is it worthy of spawning a franchise? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Hometown Ghost Stories review. I am your fearless host, Rob Coakley. Joining me, as always, is Dave Wilkins. What's up, Rob Coakley? And Jesse Wilkins. Hello, friends. And we literally, like, not even joking, we just got home from the movie theater. Like, I just got out of my car. All I did was throw sweatpants on because... You don't need to see the bottom half, lady. Because he went to the know. movies with no pants on, but he came yeah. and he's like, now it's time to wear pants. If you want to see that, subscribe to the Patreon. We'll start the Hometown Ghost Stories OnlyFans or something. We just bailed Rob out of jail. <laughs> we just bailed him out and we just, we're like, we're like, what's a good way to lose patrons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's been the end game all along. But we went to the movies and we saw Thanksgiving from Eli Roth. And we wanted to get this out a little bit early on YouTube and and it's important to say that the, the way we're going to do this one is the way that Dave had brought up which is the way that we covered Evil Dead Rise and maybe a couple other ones this one for the first half of this one we're going to do it spoiler free it's brand new we want to give people the chance to go out and see the movie before we go ahead and spoil it so for now this one is going to be spoiler free and then we'll give you a warning when we're going to switch over switch gears and then we'll spoil the movie and give our full take on it. But for now we'll jump into a spoiler free version of this review and talk about what we thought about the movie Thanksgiving. Dave, do you want to give us a synopsis? You can I read did. it twice. You can just do what Jesse did and say the same thing three different times. So give us three All different right. synopsises. Cool. So in the town of Plymouth, Massachusetts, the fourth Thursday in November is the most celebrated day of the year. The table is set. The festivities have begun. But an uninvited guest has arrived, and this year there will be no leftovers. An axe-wielding maniac terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, picking off victims one by one. The seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger, sinister plan. So here's a fun fact. This movie was, if you didn't already know, based on a fake movie trailer from one of Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse movies from 2007. Basically, Quentin Tarantino, he he hired a bunch of actual movie directors to and shoot. And Robert this. Rodriguez. Give Robert Rodriguez his uh, due respect. I will, but I do think it was Tarantino's idea to do these uh, movie trailers, but I'm not 100% sure. So uh, for the benefit of the doubt, we'll say Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino had the idea of doing these fake movie trailers that aired in the actual movie. These were like old 1970s style slashers. They came out in 2007, but that was like the style they went with. So there were these three movie trailers that were directed by actual directors. Rob Zombie was one, I believe. Eli Roth was another. And, and Edgar Wright. And Edgar Wright was the third. And one of them was this uh, Thanksgiving slasher trailer. And finally, after what fifteen years has it been since these movies came out? Yeah. They uh, they actually made this Thanksgiving slasher, and it, based on what we all thought it was going to be off this silly trailer, 
it was exactly what I wanted it to be. So yeah. when you think of Eli Roth, right? When you think of horror movies, he did the hostile movies, he did Cabin Fever, but he hasn't really done a slasher. So you could tell like as you're going through this movie, this is almost a love letter to slasher movies from Eli Roth to what he grew up with, which is late 70s, 80s slashers. And you could tell that he's very passionate about it. So we'll get into it. But I, I really enjoyed knowing that Eli Roth put a lot into this movie and you can see it. Yeah, this was such a it was such an experience seeing it where we saw it. So we saw this movie in the theaters, you know, like an hour ago. This was we we watched it in Hanover, Massachusetts, pretty close to Plymouth, Massachusetts. And what was wild was this movie starts off and the town of Plymouth just has a beef with the town of Hanover, which is literally where we're watching this movie. Now, this is the first time I've ever watched a movie where everybody in the theater, this theater was packed, it was sold out. Everybody cheered when they released, when they revealed the name of the town, which is Plymouth, Massachusetts, and just cheers. Yeah. As the movie kicks off, it starts off with kind of a Black Friday scene with all your crazy shoppers and people going nuts. And you realize immediately that there's a beef between Plymouth and Hanover. And it was absolutely hilarious because we're just sitting here in Hanover watching this movie. And they're literally like, dude, fuck Hanover. And they start Hanover <laughs> Fuck Hanover. Fuck Hanover. They start a fuck Hanover chant while they're in a car <laughs> with people. And we're in Hanover watching the goddamn movie. And there's fuck Hanover. Fuck Hanover. And we're like, this is this is fucking awesome. Like it was. It was so funny to watch this. And now this movie, unfortunately, did not take place in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I mean, it took place in Plymouth, but they didn't shoot it in Plymouth. It did look like Plymouth. It looked a lot like Plymouth. It looked a little like Plymouth. For the most part. But like, if you, down, but if you know, you know. If you yeah. know, you know. But downtown Plymouth, it did look like the structure to a point where a few parts I was watching, I was like, this could this could actually be Plymouth. I didn't recognize any of the store names. They were going Plymouth East and Plymouth South, which isn't a thing. It's Plymouth North and Plymouth South. I mean, sorry, they're going Plymouth East and Plymouth West when Plymouth is basically Plymouth North and Plymouth South. If you're from the area, you know. If you're not, you don't. But it I was kind in, of a- I live in West Plymouth. Shut the fuck up, Dave. Yeah. So it was it was a funny twist. And West is a thing. Well, it, it, not in Plymouth. Not in Plymouth. It's just North and South. Bridgewater is East and West. Plymouth is North and South. I- and fuck Hanover. And fuck Hanover. Go back to Methuen, you fucking clowns. Yeah, dude. You know, it was you know what's a bummer about this movie and where it was where it was shot? I mean, it was fine that it was they shot in Cano in uh, Can Canover. Canover. In Canada. Canover. <laughs> <laughs> they shot it in Canada, but they wanted to shoot it in Plymouth, but they had to get permission from the town of Plymouth and the historical society. I think it was the historical society. Someone in Plymouth shut it down. They said, No, you're not filming this movie here, which is a huge bummer. Because that would have been so cool and i feel like if it was left up to like left up to the people of plymouth we all would have been like yeah absolutely shoot that here that's awesome that'd have been Maybe, so much fun i don't know you're you're part of all things plymouth facebook page you know how terrible all of the people are yeah, the <laughs> these, these are people who are uh very sensitive and offended by everything so i, I think that they would have been like what you're gonna do what with john carver you're gonna do what to john carver's name john carver have you ever been you to the john, john carver in <laughs> This is this is another funny part about this movie and how they because John Carver was a real person. He really was the first governor or not the first governor or the first mayor of Plymouth, whatever it was, whatever historical character this guy is. 
and I was listening to Eli Roth. Well, that on... you know nothing about it when we covered the John Carver Inn as one one of the haunted places in Plymouth. But it's... yeah, I don't have the information right in front of me. But he he <laughs> he was a real guy, and uh, I was listening to Eli Roth his interview on Chris Jericho's podcast uh, last week, and he he said that uh, he's like <laughs> he was like end quote. You, it's very rare that you get like history just leaves a gift for you. Like the guy's name is actually Carver. And he's going to be, you know, our slasher is going to be based on a guy named John Carver, which uh, I think is pretty funny. It is a, it is a perfect name for, for the scenario, but it was, it was great watching it in the South shore of Massachusetts because mm. you get people, people were cheering over the dumbest shit, like, like, like it, things that, in any theater anywhere else in the United States, no one's going to cheer over. And it was it was really cool watching it there. And people are high fiving strangers in the theaters. Dave was next to the most enthusiastic Plymouth, uh, like Plymouth enthusiast that I've ever I've ever seen before. And I'm sitting next to a guy with the worst Boston accent ever, calling out every scene. And it just added to like the whole experience. It made it authentic. It 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 made me frustrated because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. It was. It was a terrible time sitting next to the guy that I was sitting next to. Meanwhile, Dave is all of a sudden best friends with the guy that he's sitting next to. And Rob's sitting in the middle and everyone hates that because we both are <laughs> Rob. But the guy next to me is just the, the worst. He's the worst, dude. And he's just like – he's calling out every scene. He's like, oh, what? It's just There's a phone right there. There's a phone right there. There's a there. phone right there, dude. That, the that was the actual line. I was sitting there and I'm just – I'm listening to the Boston accents on the screen. I'm like, mm, some of these might be a little over the top. They're going with this real Revere type accent. And then as soon as I'm thinking it, he just blurts out, there's a fucking phone right there. And I'm just like, oh, no. Use the cord. <laughs> Dude, it was brutal. And you know, this guy was like fresh out of a halfway house. He's sitting there. It, it's it's nighttime and he's pounding a monster energy. So I'm like, all right, this is a guy in sobriety, which is fine. <laughs> But he's obnoxious. You don't pound a fucking energy drink in the middle of the night and watch a movie. This is what I'm dealing with. And this guy is over the top. Just every single scene, he's trying to call it all out. He's like, it's got to be somebody with a military background, dude. He's got flashbangs. He's got grenades. He's got a Glock, dude. And it's just obnoxious. So there's this one scene. Oh, We don't want to spoil things. We're not going to spoil stuff, but... We'll get I'll to get it. to that part later, but we'll go, we'll go back into the we'll give everyone a little bit of a break from the Boston accents, <laughs> and we'll go back to it later on in the review. But overall, I mean, this movie started off immediately. You realize that it was it was like a horror comedy, and we found it especially funny because of the area that we were in, which yep. is kind of the point where they have a beef with Hanover, which is just so it was so perfect that we were watching the movie in Hanover. Like I would have rather been watching this movie in Hanover than in Plymouth because now it's like we're 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 getting shit on the whole time because of where mm. we're watching this movie and this movie is particularly shitting on the town of Hanover which is just hilarious it was funny it was funny. Yeah. I think they were shitting on the town of Hanover because one of the actresses is actually from Hanover I think that's why they picked that town which is uh pretty amusing but this movie so I had some cons not concerns but I had some some thoughts going into it because I didn't know what to expect so I knew this was going to be a wonky slasher because of how it was advertised in the original trailer from 2007 so i was like this is going to be a wacky horror movie it's based on thanksgiving it's going to be horror comedy but also with eli roth and this guy's known for hostels this guy's got he's got brutal kills this guy likes extreme horror 
So I don't know if it's going to be an extreme horror movie or if it's going to be uh, kind of like a, just a funny sort of like comic book style gore fest type of thing. And it was kind of neither of those. It was like, I guess you could say it was probably, it was nothing like Hostel, I would say. So if you're if you're afraid that this is Eli Roth, it's going to be like Hostel, don't be afraid. There's no reason for that. It wasn't anything like that. It's more of, it's more of the former, kind of like a, a, a funny, not kind of funny like slasher with like some some pretty wacky graphic kills it was more so. cabin fever than hostile is what i would say i would agree with that you know it's got it, it's got its moments the guy next to you thought it was the, the funniest movie that has ever been released yeah you would have thought you were watching a comedy yeah i was hoping that eli roth would come up come up with a really really fancy way of like killing off audience members that's <laughs> i was gonna go next like, come on eli just get, kill this guy off <laughs> We would have had to fight. We would have had to fight over which guy to kill. Well, you had the you had the guy that it was thought it, thought it was funny, and I had the guy from Weymouth. So I, I, I don't know. Worse. But was, going but going into this movie, you know that Eli Roth, to your point, you're not going to be disappointed with the kills. Like you're just not going to be because it is an Eli Roth movie. He is going to do those justice. You're going to get some of the best effects that you're going to get. He's not going to go in there and be like, let's do all CGI for this movie. Never. Eli Roth is never going to do that. So you kind of already go in knowing to expect that. And that is one of the most important parts of a horror movie, especially a slasher. Your kills need to be on point. Not every, they don't all need to stand out, but you need to have standouts within the movie. And I think this movie actually does a great job of doing that, having some standout kills that rely that rely on the setting of Thanksgiving. Listening to Eli Roth talk about this movie, he wants to make this a franchise. My concern is you used a lot of the Thanksgiving props, I would say, or traditions for your kills already. I'm 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 not saying he can't do it. What I'm saying is I'm interested to see how you continue that if you do a part two without they being could, redundant. Right. And not to get any spoilers, but they, they had some ridiculous ones. Yeah, we'll get into them. We will. We will. But they, there's there's plenty still on the table. They didn't scallop any potatoes. You know what I mean? Like they 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 could still scalped, do some things. Scalped potatoes. <laughs> yeah, see, there's some openings. So there, there there's plenty that you could still do with this. But this movie, I mean, like I don't remember which one of you told me that this wasn't going to be a horror comedy because it's Eli Roth. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or if you were just misinformed. Somebody said this before we walked into this movie, and within two seconds, you realized that it was a horror comedy. Like it, I was basing it off what Eli Roth said. He's like, oh, this so isn't. A, this is not a horror comedy. It was you. It okay. Was me. Well, what was okay. Eli? I mean, I'll just. So I'm just he lied to. He lied to the people. You. He lied to you. Me. I listened to that portion too. I think you took that a little out of context of what with his meaning on it. Apparently. So. I would suggest going to listen to the interview if you want to hear all that on Talk is Jericho. The Absolutely. the other thing I think you need to do with a slasher movie, which we will get into a little bit more in the spoilers, I, I think the cast overall was solid, but I think you need a really strong final girl in a slasher movie. And I think this movie really missed the mark on that until the third act. I wish there was a lot more build with your final girl uh, in this particular movie. So it's not a perfect slasher by any means, but it's 
it's watchable as well. It, not watchable. Points off because really, you didn't get the you didn't get the final girl until the final act. <laughs> well, no. Well, you didn't get the final. You didn't get a build of the final girl. You, sure. Like so, we just watched Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think maybe better than any slasher movie that's out there. With they regard build, to the final girl. Origin General, do you think is the best one? I'll finish my point at some at some time. I just wanted to. I was trying to follow along. I'm well. Let me fucking finish, and then you'll you'll figure out what I'm saying. I think that Nightmare on Elm Street with Nancy has the best build for a final girl from start to finish in a movie. Right? You're seeing her react to the situation, become stronger, become more competent. You're getting a real build for her. It's throughout the entire movie. I don't think this movie did that well. I think the final girl in the third act was good, but I think there could have been a lot more building of her and making her more of a focal point. Really. I think she kind of gets lost a little bit here and there. Are we talking about Gabby, like the main characters, yeah. the main character in the whole, uh, how was there? She was the main character the whole time. She w- but they, they went away from her and I don't think they built her up enough. Okay. So that's fine. So, <sighs> What do we do? Do we do a rating here? And yeah, we'll rate it. We'll rate it right now. So, um, I I like this movie. I thought it was pretty much what I had expected based on what I saw in the trailer. And you know, you want you want the gory kills. You want the the humor. It's a Thanksgiving style movie. I feel like they hit all those points. I thought it was too long. That's one of my negatives. I have another negative that we'll get into in the spoiler section. But uh, for the most part, I think this pretty much hit on all of the points that I would want it to hit with a couple of things here and there that I didn't really like that we'll get into. But uh, for me, it's a four, four. Ah, man, four, four is really strong for this movie. It it was fun. And I'm trying not to be biased because we watched this in the South shore, right down the street from Plymouth, obviously, you know, We, we, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah, I mean it's a point because I'm trying not to be biased because of this. Rob is doing everything he can to like, like ruin all chemistry in this podcast. I don't know if you guys ever noticed this, but like, like Rob is like he's dead set on having no flow whatsoever. It's it's very difficult mm. to deal with. So yeah. uh, with that being said, it's it, this movie's like a two five for me, man. Like, oh my it, it was, god, it was no. fun. This is why I have to ruin the flow because you're a fucking idiot. Uh, this is great. It's great for chemistry. No, it's it. It's just it wasn't that good, man. It was it was fun. It was fun. The kills were cool. Uh, without spoiling anything, the story was okay. It's just we got it. two five. We'll get we'll get in, okay. we'll get into this okay. during the uh, the spoiler section. I, I'm five. a I'm a four two on it. I think it hits a lot of the points that you want in a slasher movie. I have a few gripes here and there. It's nothing overly major. But I think this is a four two. This it's a slasher. Uh, th- I got what I wanted out of it, and then some. Okay, so I guess this is the point where we get into the part where we will spoil the movie. So for those of you that are waiting to see this movie and waiting to see if it lives up to the four 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 five four seven whatever bullshit score these guys are giving, or to see if it's a two point five kind of shitty movie that was a little bit silly at times, then we'll see where you stand on it. But at this point in the podcast, we are going to ruin this movie. So without further ado. Let's hop into it. Yeah, well, you got you got to start it off. Yeah, well, you explain your two five a little bit more in depth now that you don't have to worry. You don't, you don't have to tiptoe around spoilers. What were you? Ex- this is a Thanksgiving movie mm-hmm. that was a, 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 that was it was pitched as a Thanksgiving slasher. This was gonna be a goofy movie, and it right. was going to be 
a wacky slasher with a whole bunch of just banana land kills, which we got. Mm-hmm. What could this movie have done to get a higher score closer to a five for you? So here's the thing. The movie was silly. As a comedy, it's in the four range for me. If we're talking about slasher slash horror, were, were any of you scared or like in suspense at all in this movie whatsoever at any point in any time ever? No. No. Rob? Not in suspense. Don't no. fucking lie to me. The answer is no. I just was, said no. Yeah, you kind of, you danced around it. I was, can I think for a half no, a second? No, you can't think because you don't no. have to think. You already knew what the answer was. This movie wasn't I, Well, they scary. got they got me with a jump scare at least once is why I, I was, there was a little bit hesitant. One ju- Yeah, it got me too. There was one jump scare in the entire movie. This movie was never scary. It was never suspenseful. It was predictable. It was stupid. The ending was dumb, It but it was... It was hilarious. It was funny. Well, so maybe I'm, I maybe I would be. I'm going to jump in and say this. It's hard to build suspense because because everyone does it to me. So I'm going to do it to you guys for real quick. It's hard to build suspense. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's Let hard me to build suspense. my point because that's what you do, right? That's what you do. Rob is always like, "Oh, fuck you guys. Let me finish my point." Then, finish then it. But, finish but, it. But when Rob wants to cut in, when Rob wants to cut in, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. I don't ever cut in. You literally do all the time. No, I don't. I'm making a highlight reel. I'm making a fucking <laughs> highlight reel of Rob cutting in all the time. But go we're ahead. Waiting, we're waiting for you to finish your point. No, I can't. No, no, Rob, cut in. Go ahead. I was just going to say that it's really hard to build suspense when the guy next to Dave is laughing the entire fucking movie, even at stuff that's not funny. That has nothing to do with how the movie was made and nothing to do with why the points movie was scored the way that it was scored. Next to me was yeah, points off because of who's sitting next to you in the theater. If that, if that, if I was taking that I'm into account. I'm saying it's hard to build suspense. If Dude. I was taking that into account as, as to who was sitting next to me in the movie theater, this movie would be a 0.0 because this movie, the, the guy next to me was unfucking bearable. The guy on both sides of you, Jesse, were unbearable. <laughs> no, Rob was fine dude I, I joke i joke but the the movie was really fun it was really so as a comedy as a comedy it's like a four six for me as a horror movie i'm hard even giving it a two man like i was net like i get it. it wasn't supposed to be a scary movie it's a slasher but no suspense no scare the kills were fun but they were fucking goofy like there wasn't a single m- moment of tension like everything was just goofy it's fine i love comedy this is comedy it's not even horror it's a hundred percent comedy from start to finish. It's a it's a it's a it's a comedy movie. It's, for me. I I I actually respect your take on that. And it was it's a good point with the uh was it suspenseful fair? No, I I I don't get really scared and in suspense for any slasher. For me, slashes are more fun. They're more uh, I feel like if you suck all of the comedy and fun out of a slasher, I think it's kind of a shit slasher, which is why I'm not huge on Halloween. But what it ended up being, I thought it was, I thought they hit all the points. So I wasn't expecting to go in and to be scared or to be put in suspense because it is just, it's a Thanksgiving slasher. So I feel like to hold it to a standard that's like, all right, I want to be scared and I want to be on the edge of my seat and I want, I want it to be tense. I feel like is unfair. It's an unfair standard to hold this movie to because if you go back and watch the original trailer from the Grindhouse movies and then you say, all right, this is going to be scary. You're stupid. I know that you're not saying that. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just saying like if yeah, that's I mean, the, if you don't- the, the, the way the movie is pitched, and I'm looking at it on IMD right, IMDb right now, the genres are horror, mystery, and thriller. There's no comedy. And, and now I understand. When I watched the trailer, I know what I'm getting into. I knew what we were getting into. I knew it was going to be horror comedy despite of what the interview said, despite what the trailers show, which they didn't really show anything goofy in the trailers. 
I knew it. I was like, there's no way this movie isn't going to be kind of silly. And I'm fine with it. I loved the, I thought the movie was a lot of fun, but as a, as what it's pitched as on IMDb, which is horror, mystery, thriller. It was none of those three things. Maybe a little bit thriller. It wasn't a fucking mystery. I yeah, mean, like, it wasn't horror. It, no, it that's just, fair. And I do think that I do think that Eli Roth is was trying to take what it was originally from that Grindhouse trailer, and he wanted to make it less wacky, like it was pitched in that original trailer, and he wanted to make it more like a franchise slasher, more of a serious type movie, and what it ended up being i think doesn't really align with what he said he wanted it to be well i'll agree with you to the point jesse that it definitely needed more attention and more fleshed out parts like that i think they attempted it in in a few when he's chasing the woman around the house that he ends up turning into the turkey i think that was a moment where he was trying to build some tension and stuff Uh, and i don't i don't think it was the worst but i don't think he it didn't hit the way that it was intended to hit, is what I will say. <laughs> Just go back to your original sentence. <laughs> and he ended that? up turning into the turkey. <laughs> like, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this movie was a comedy and it's fine. Dude, I enjoyed this movie from start to finish. I, I do like this movie. For those that are listening, go see this movie. It's a great time, especially if you're from Massachusetts or you're familiar with the area. It makes it that much better. If you're not, it's still fun. It's a fun movie but it is comedy it is comedy from start to finish and it's is a it is a crime for imdb to, to not list that as one of the genres the movie is a funny movie every kill ends up being kind of funny now some of these kills were great some of them were gory they they they're some of them were pretty vicious there was at least two oh shit moments for me in this movie where i was like oh i wasn't wasn't fully expecting that you know so some of these kills were pretty brutal and and that's what you get with eli roth but it but this it, i have a impossible time not categorizing this as a funny movie or comedy i think it was slasher first comedy second like if you watch tucker and dale versus evil that's comedy first slasher second and i feel like these two movies are similar a little bit in the sense that it was just tucker and dale was like a lot of comedy basically like i don't know dude i agree with you on tucker and dale but with this movie tell me what do you think they were prioritizing do you think they were prioritizing funny or do you think they were prioritizing scary this movie was built around the kills. Yeah, Fuck built off. Around the no, this movie's prioritizing funny. Every no, scene was movie, funny. No, no. This movie was literally, movie was built, literally around built around the kills. kills. Oh, you guys are out of your mind. Yeah, like the kills were the point, right? That they were the point of They reverse engineered the movie story. around. Every scene was comedy. Every scene was funny. All of them. How is this not a comedy? The movie that, is a comedy. It was it was it was more comedy than I thought it was going to be. It was more comedy than horror. Did you laugh more or were you scared more? I wasn't scared. Because it wasn't the entire movie. The whole movie was comedy. We'll move off this was, point because I've been, I'm repeating myself. But this was this was not a horror movie. It was based on so the movie was based around the kills, and the kills were just supposed to be so off the wall that it's you laugh. But I don't I don't think it was comedy first. I think it was slasher first, gore first, and extreme kills first. And there's no way to make up these these kills. There's no way for it not to have like a comic sort of feel, like comic book. They turn uh, a woman into a turkey by cooking her in an oven. <laughs> That's pretty dark. <laughs> How the fuck do you make a turkey, Dave? You deep fry it? No, you don't. Yeah. You don't have time for that. You, so here, you here's the thing. Here, here's here's what happened: is Eli Roth wanted to make a slasher movie that he grew up watching, right? And you just can't make a slasher movie from the '80s today in the same style because it's always going to come off silly. So what he did was 
he played that up a bit while making the kills as extreme as he could, right? So he does both because you can't go, you can't make a a, a Friday the 13th or a Halloween or any of them in the same vein as they came in the 80s. And we've seen it. We've seen them try to reboot these movies and some are okay. Most end up just being childish and silly because you can't capture that moment in time. It's why you can't redo these Frankenstein movies and stuff to, to the effect that they were in the thirties. It just happens. Sometimes we just grow as like a society and different things become scary to different people. Right. If you're going to do a slasher movie, that's scary. It has to be realism. Almost. You can't put a fucking mask on the guy right now. It has to be like a real guy and it has to be real brutal and real violent almost like uh, some of the stuff Rob Zombie did, right? Like to that effect. Mm. So I get what Eli Roth was doing here. He was, he, like I said in the beginning, he was making a love letter to the movies that he grew up watching in the 80s, these slasher movies that he made in the 80s, that were made in the 80s. But in order to do it, you do have to lean comedy with it a little bit. And I was okay. Maybe too much comedy to your point, Jesse. I'm not going to deny that. I do think you could have built more tension throughout this. And I think, I think he has tension scenes in this when they're in the high school and the phone ringing in the, in the dumpster. It's just because everything else was so funny that you're having a hard time transitioning from some of the comedic elements to the tension building moments. You, you know what I mean? So like, I think I can see your point. I think it's there. I, I just think it needs to be tweaked a little bit if it were me, but I, I still had a lot of fun with this movie. I, did. I think fun. if you take this one, take, take the theater out of it, right. Or just take the people out of the theater. And I know this is kind of what Eli Roth wanted. He wanted the, just take Rob the, out of the theater. <laughs> he wanted the theater reactions. Like you, you need to see this in the theater. Cause you want, you want to hear everybody else around you just scream and go, Oh my God, when these kills happen. But if you take all the people out and all the reactions and you're sitting there watching this movie by yourself, there are some funny parts to it, but these kills were pretty dark. Some of them were like goofy a little bit, but if you think about it, right, he cooked the lady in the oven. That's dark. And he served her up at, on the table and she was shaped like a turkey, beheaded, right? That's, that's, it's got a comical look to it. Like the optics are kind of funny that she's like shaped like a turkey, but the guy, but her husband is sitting right there gagged. And he cuts a sliver of her thigh off and goes to feed it to him. And he pukes through the gag. That felt more like hostile to me than it did like a, than a goofy no, slap than Tucker and Dale. Just, it was so funny. Like that's You're a thing. Right? Like it has the funny, but dude, that's a really, on, that's, a, that's a really dark scene. And it's not though. Cause it wasn't dark. Like I understand the concept is dark. When we explain that and people are listening, like, Oh my God, that's so dark. When you watch this movie, it's something out of Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes, dude. It's fucking it's Bugs Bunny serving terror, up, you know, like, like terror tunes, terror tunes, terror sure. Tunes. But dude, we, uh, Eric, I can't take Rick Hoffman <laughs> seriously with his mustache. So it's like whenever you have him in a movie, like it's it's just goofy. It's, it did it the the uh, Thomas Wright or whatever. Uh, yeah, Rick Hoffman played Thomas Wright, the guy with the mustache in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. husband. Yeah, he was from. You uh, can't take him seriously. The, the turkey scene from Suits. You cannot. Suits. You cannot sit here and lie to me and say that that was at all disturbing. And okay. Out of a hundred, how much hilarious and how much disturbing? 
Dude, I don't know. I watched because if you're not 99 to one here, you're lying to me. This is this is I'm I'm gonna put this in the positive category because he took a scene that should have been one of the most darkest, repulsive, everybody run from this the theater screaming to everybody just laughing and like that's hilarious. This is a comedy. I do have a question. This is Ace Ventura shit. Like this is it was funny. It was enjoyable. It was funny, but this this was not disturbing. The kills in Ace Ventura are really good. (laughs) <laughs> they're probably more dark and disturbing than this movie dude it, it was it was fine it was an enjoyable movie but the, every every kill was hilarious the only one that got me that i was like oh shit that's a little fucked up was the trampoline scene where he was stabbing through the trampoline. oh that was great that was cool man that was cool that was that was the only like oh shit moment that i had in this movie and everything else was just hilarious i loved every kill they were all yeah, brutal they were all extreme this is all extreme horror shit that you that you cram into a borderline comedic movie and it's just, dude, he he gave us hostile, and we all just he tricked us into just laughing and thinking it's a comedy. Like none of these kills were less brutal than anything I've seen in Hostel, except for when he melted the chick's ass with the blowtorch. You're, you're just you're lying through <laughs> your teeth right now. Like everything in Hostel was disturbing. Everything in this movie made a, made us in the entire theater laugh. I'm saying they're this they're the same kill, not the same kills, but like they're the same to, they're to the same level of extremity. But there's just you have like one dark atmosphere and one like fun slasher atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The kills aren't that different because one really movie, not. one movie is a horror and one movie is a comedy. And one's uh, a slasher and one's extreme horror. Let's talk about the kill in the truck because that one was fucking that that one was was eye opening. That was surprising. With the one where the pole goes through the back of the guy's head. Oh, and, that was great. Oh, yeah. And his nose peeled to the side. Yeah, that one was fucking amazing. The one I didn't understand, and, and I actually am asking you guys this seriously, because I might have missed something. One of the opening scenes with the, the waitress at the diner, the one that he... Mm-hmm. I, I love that whole sequence, to be honest with you. I thought that it was a great was, sequence. That actress was great. Yeah. Was phenomenal, yeah. But the actual kill portion where she gets cut in half by the the garbage truck how did she get cut in half by the gar by the garbage can because i didn't understand the light yeah, plastic that was, lid closing on her real yeah, quick that yeah that was dumb it was fun but it was, i wasn't uh, sure if i missed something okay. to be honest i was i was that was, the, that was the turning point where we realized what kind of movie it was going to be because like at first like the kills were kind of brutal he soaks her in like the the sink and then he sticks her face to the freezer we're like oh this is going to be a fucking brutal movie and then as soon as she got chopped in half by a, a two-pound plastic lid, that's when we're all like, oh, shit, this is going to be an awesome movie because it's it's going to be ridiculous the whole time, and it was. Yeah, I, I do kind of wish that they had the cut in half for somehow other way then because I was like, did I miss something with this garbage can? Like, Because we all know those. It's the, the plastic lids that are, you know, can Yeah, you flip hurt. them up. Sometimes you don't flip it far enough and it closes yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, it cuts you in yeah. half. I hate it every hard. fucking time. Yeah. Every fucking time. Every time Dave gets cut in half, he gets shorter and shorter. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's ridiculous is if I don't flip it hard enough or if I do flip it hard enough, my arm will dislocate. So I am the actual only victim to these lids. Um, I, I, I'm kind of in between the two of you on this. I, I probably lean more on Dave's side I because I, I just think they have really, really good kills in this movie. My problem was the final girl. I thought that they did some building. That's why I'm not like knocking it completely, but I think they could have built her character a little bit more. She could have been looking into it. I just felt like stuff wasn't going anywhere with what she was doing. Right. Like she, she did the whole look at the camera stuff. 
she got some stills but like what did it really do i guess it was like red herrings because spoiler alert patrick dempsey's the killer maybe that's what they were doing i don't know i just i felt she could have been a little bit stronger throughout the movie built a yeah, little bit stronger crazy. i thought i profiled the killer i thought i had it dead on that it was going to be uh this guy who was played by chris sandiford it was uh doug who was the security guard who in the first scene on black uh friday he was getting crushed by the door and everyone's just filming him watching him die and then mm. as the movie was going it was like like you were all there that night i was like oh that's the perfect killer it was the guy from the first from the opening scene that everyone just wanted to film while he was dying this would have been a great killer he's getting revenge on all the people that didn't help him as he was getting trampled and killed on black friday didn't end up being him and i thought i thought they blew it there but the best character in the entire movie was yulia's father oh man and this is also like one of the best kills it now they they blew it because the kill should have been they took the corn of the cob holders whatever you call those like the two prong i think that is what you call them things that you put on the ends of the corn of the cob right and they just stick that into her ears which is the perfect thanksgiving killing (laughs) but the best scene in the entire movie was previous to that so her, her father who all of a sudden is just this russian mobster out of nowhere out of fucking nowhere, this Russian mobster, like, wait, what? This has nothing to do with the movie. He just goes, we go to Florida, get in the Mercedes. And then he's talking about his own car, and he literally says, get in the Mercedes, and I don't know why that's going to stick with me forever. It's just, it was so, get in Mercedes. And you're going to say that to your kids every time you go anywhere. If I had a fucking Mercedes, that's what I'm, if I spend that much money on a car, I'm going to say that to the kids. Get in yeah. Mercedes. We go now to Florida. Jesse is going to buy a Mercedes now just so that he can say this. Just so I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll cancel my next trip to London or Greece or whatever it is. Yeah. Next, tra- next traveling trip, I'll cancel just to buy Mercedes. Just to say, get in Mercedes. We go to school. Every time we go to do an investigation and have to rent a car, it's going to have to be, we want Mercedes. We get Mercedes. We go to haunted house. Get my, second, uh, my second negative in this movie that I alluded to in the spoiler-free portion that I said I'd get to, I'm going to get to now. I was very disappointed with who the killer was. I thought that was really just disappointing. And Rob leaned over to me probably 10 minutes before they revealed the killer. He's like, do you think it's going to be the cop? I was like, no chance. It's too, it would have been, I just like, it would have been too cookie cutter. They did it in Scream 6 earlier this year. Literally the same fucking, there's no chance they do it. And they fucking. Not only that, the actor looks like the same guy. He kind of looks the same. Granted, Patrick Dempsey did a lot better in this role than Dermot Mulroney did. And Patrick Dempsey actually did a pretty good Boston accent. Now, most people don't really know. It's authentic. They, okay, that's why. All right. Yeah. So mo- most people who watch these Boston movies, they don't really know the difference between a good Boston accent and a Alec Baldwin Boston accent. <laughs> but so he knows. So so what? He's is he from he's the? From, he's from Maine. From fucking Methuen, dude. From Maine. Okay. So he's in the movie. He's experienced it enough where he knows. Um. So yeah, c- credit to him for that accent in the movie. Most of the Boston accents in this movie weren't too cringy. Like that. This, this is a tough one. I don't know if you guys ever watched like. Hugh, uh, was it Hubie Halloween? It was like Adam Sandler's really bad, really bad Halloween movie. But all of the Boston accents in that one were the worst things I've ever heard in my fucking life, and it was like unwatchable because of it. So, Eli Roth took a page out of Ben Affleck's book with this movie. When Ben when Ben Affleck directed The Town, he's like, I want only authentic Boston accents. So he literally picked people who weren't actors that were just like. 
authentic like people who worked in bars that you walk in they're like what can i get for you yeah, just absolute fucking trash bags yeah <laughs> we don't have any 40 ounces but um he's basically just found actual people that have the authentic new england accent and he cast them for this you party. want a fucking mango dude we don't have <laughs> mangoes at brother's supermarket yeah i know what that is uh the one thing that drove me nuts was um now, he was actually pretty good in this movie, but it was Tim Dillon. And this is the guy that looked like Chris Farley, and he acted like Chris Farley. And I was like, it's too much Chris Farley. Too much Chris Farley, dude. And I was like, uh, you're, doing, you're doing a little too much to try to be Chris Farley in this movie. That, that kind of drove me nuts. And what was funny is at the party, you had the kids out front, and they're, they're telling the kids off. And um, my favorite part of this is Alexander Elliott, this poor dude. His, uh, his, his role in IMDb is kid at party. Mm. Didn't get a name. <laughs> He's not kid at the party. He's just kid at party. party. That's what IMDb credited him as. Thanks, IMDb. Yes, you nailed it. Thanks for the effort. But overall, acting was pretty good in this movie. It was obviously shot really well. Clearly had a budget. Music was fine. It was your regular horror movie. It, it, it just, it just. I mean, to me, it, the reason I gave it such a low score is it just, it just isn't a horror movie. It's just comedy. You know, it, it was enjoyable. I loved it. I thought it was a good time. I had fun seeing it, but. Yeah, that's why it gets a lower score for me. Any other kills stick out for you guys? Because that's, I mean, we're going to talk about these movies. The trampoline one was phenomenal. Great. I forgot about the one in the truck. That was a great one. The truck. That was was one of the ones that made me actually, I think, audibly react. I will say the decapitation one where it's the clown costume. Mm. I was not. They show this like evil clown in the parade and I'm just like, I'm just sitting there. I'm thinking, what's your worst nightmare? That's <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm thinking. I, I'm also, and while I'm thinking, what's your worst nightmare? Or welcome to your worst nightmare. I'm thinking, why is there an evil clown in the Plymouth parade? I, I just didn't understand it. And then he just cuts this dude's head off out of nowhere. It's like, oh, that's why that evil clown's there. They yeah. re- that, was, uh, that was directly from the original Grindhouse trailer. They remade that scene. Mm. So that was a that was a throwback to that. I actually like that scene. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. But I think uh, they made the killer obvious when he was laying on the ground. When he was yeah, it felt like saw. They were like the original saw. Yeah, when he was I laying just, down on the ground in his own pool of blood. I was I, like, oh shit, maybe he is the killer. I almost nudged you and like, dude, I think you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that. I don't want to. I don't want to give Rob too much credit for predicting the killer because it was like the seventeenth person you listed to me. No, <laughs> yep. it was. Same. I, I thought I legitimately thought it was going to be the stepmother in mm-hmm. the beginning. I thought they set it up nice for it to be her, for that to be a bit of a twist in this movie. Until they cooked her. <laughs> Until they fucking cooked her. Well, but, that, that scene was also actually like a pretty disturbing scene. So that, that was probably the dude, only scene I, in the movie. Where... I said that and you're like, no, it was fucking funny. Well, no, the <laughs> aftermath was hilarious. It was, a, you, you were talking about the dinner like, scene. They stuck her in the oven. That's fucking in the <laughs> In the oven when they had her actually in the oven. It was it that that was a moment that was a little bit dark, but like the aftermath where you try to describe the eating of now when we say it, it sounds fucked up. But when they actually like served her on a plate, it was absolutely hilarious. It was Looney Tunes. It was it was just it was nonsense. It was nonsense. It was silly. And don't even lie to me and say you were in the least bit uncomfortable or scared or disturbed. You also thought it was hilarious. Oh, but you and the rest of the theater. Much the most fucked up. I think you need to. Watch, I think we you all probably need to watch you probably this. watch actual videos of people being cooked and eaten alive because you're just a, a, a messed up individual. You go on the dark web. More than I. 
I think we all need to watch this movie outside Let's of the theater. I'm sorry for finally being the one who isn't the just, neutral party here. I was just going to say, Jesse, thank you for uh, joining us right. in this first ever horror movie review. For finally having an opinion on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. Is there any? Is there any other? I mean, I like the neck. So, if you want to talk about silly but fun, the neck snap where he turns his head all the way around mm. is silly but fun. But it leads to one of the best kills. That was the best kill in the movie, right there. This wasn't a, a kill per se, but I love when he opened the oven while she's in the oven. He opened it and just stuck the <laughs> turkey thermometer oh, in her dude, shoulder. That, <laughs> that was the point where I almost actually said something to the guy next to me because he goes, don't stick in the meat thermometer. <laughs> oh, did he call it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he called it. I was like, no fucking way. And then he did. I was like, oh, you're going to be shitting me this fucking guy. The meat thermometer. <laughs> yeah. So I think that we get these these good kills here. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, some of the opening... The opening kills were good too, not even from the killer during the uh, super. Oh yeah, during the big scene yeah, that the, is the, the catalyst. Black Friday uh, thing, yeah. I mean, but they did set the bar early, where like the first guy just kind of like walks into the door and just gets his throat slit, but he's kind of <laughs> staggering around, and they're all just going for what? What was it? The waffle irons? The, the waffle, waffle irons. <laughs> <laughs> but it set the bar. You knew what you were getting into at that point. It it it, it is. I know I was kind of shit on this movie, but it is a fun movie, man. Go go <laughs> see this movie. People are just bleeding from the neck, stumbling over and grabbing their waffle iron. Just yeah, the one guy was dying with the waffle iron in his arms. Like that was his like final wish. Was like, at least I got my waffle iron. And then some scumbag trash bag from Quincy goes over and just fucking takes it from his hands. It's like, and these are these are our people. This is what they would do. These are our people. These are our people. This is the South Shore, baby. Welcome to Quincy. Welcome to Boston. Somebody needs this waffle iron. He's dead. I don't know why it has to stay in his Dude, that, hands. That, that Black Friday video wasn't even that far off from what Black Friday was before, like Amazon took over. Yeah, it, it, it was Funny really how quickly that, that crazy. I oh, also yeah, like that Black Friday anymore. is just every day now. It just they, it just doesn't matter. It's just it's Black Friday savings for the entire month of November. All of a sudden. Yeah, they have to every once in a while. You got to be like fifty percent off. That they're way trying to seem like they're regular again. <laughs> they're trying to prevent this from happening. That's what they're doing. Is mm -hmm. is trying to prevent people from dying on Black I, Friday. So I love that Target just got caught. Uh, they have a buy two get one free video game sale, but they jacked all the video game prices back up. <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Target! Perfect nice job. Anyways, allegedly, allegedly. Yep, allegedly. Uh, I think that'll pretty much do it, gentlemen. Anything else? So that's going to do it for our review of Thanksgiving. Jesse with a 2.5. Very passionate. Thank you for bringing the passion, Jesse. You uh, sold it. At least you sold your 2.5. Uh, yeah. You you pounded the table vigorously with your drumstick in hand, and we salute you for that. With the same point over and over again. It's a fucking comedy. <laughs> it's not horror, okay? It's comedy. Great movie, though. I, I had a great time. Go see the movie. It is a good time. Highly recommend. All right. Me and Dave like it a lot better. Eli Roth, please come on the show at some point and talk about Ghost. And we'll make sure that Jesse is sick that day. And your next comedy movie, Eli. We, we love this comedy movie. Yeah, Good. we need to be. We actually need to be extras in Thanksgiving, too, is mm. what I think needs to happen. Just actually shoot it in Plymouth and Dave will be right there. I am an yeah. authentic Plymouthite. It's Plymouth, Plymouthtonian from what I've heard. Yes, that's exactly. it's actually pronounced a yep. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> for myself, for Jesse and Dave, we're gonna get out of here. But before we do, 
in the comments. Let us know what your score is. Let us know why either me and Dave are right or why Jesse's right. Peace.